This episode of Pucks Out Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Action 24-7. Tennis is only local, legal, sports. Use code PUCKSOUT when you make your first deposit, and our friends over at Action 24-7 will give you a 50% boost on your first deposit up to $800. That's right, up to $400 extra when you use code PUCKSOUT. And yet again, there are some amazing promos daily over on Action's app. Check them out. Check out our Twitter, Instagram, and their Twitter and Instagram to be kept up to date on all the best promos throughout the week. And did you know you can gamble with cash? Are you tired of waiting on your sports book? You won but can't get your money? No more waiting with Action 24-7. Check out the link in the show description to figure out how you can get a cash deposit withdrawals. Once again, use code PUCKSOUT. That's P-U-C-K-S-O-U-T. When you make your first deposit, and Action 24-7 will give you a 50% boost on your first deposit of $800. What are you waiting for? From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome in to the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hello. You can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold Mayday beer. Let's get after it. And don't forget, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Check them out every Tuesday in Murfreesboro for Trivia Night and Thursday for Bingo Night. And tell them Pucks Out sent you. Uh, how you doing this week, bud? Doing pretty good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, doing pretty good, man. Just uh, tired from the pad this past week, man. I have been going, wow. going, going. So, uh, you know, good holiday weekend. Had a, had a good time. Uh, not so great into the soccer game, but a you know a great start to it yeah. uh, that we went to. Uh, you know, good food. You know, just a good, good, yeah. little holiday weekend, man. Uh, yeah. Birthday coming and, up tomorrow. You yeah, know, yeah, I, was, I was about to say it's your birthday week. Uh, you know, I mean, I've been keeping it low key though. Thirty one is a yeah. week birthday, so yeah. you know, my my, a, my wife's kind of scared me this morning. Uh, I'm sitting on the computer. You and I were texting back and forth, and she's like, "Hey, don't forget today's Brandon's birthday." I was like, "Uh, no." She's like, "Yeah, today's the 6th I'm like, "I'm sorry, what?" Uh, <laughs> oh, at least she knew. She thought she she, she thought fourth yeah she thought Fourth of July was on Sunday, so she thought yesterday was the fifth. And I'm like, uh, no. And I have to I'm like scrambling to look at it. I'm like, I've been talking to him all day, and I haven't well, told him. About, and they're like, okay, no, today's the fifth. Well, it's good. It's good to know. It's good to know that she knows when my birthday is, but does not know what day it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. We, you know, you know, I, you know, get your priorities straight, probably. But <laughs> she was like, "Oh my god, I'm supposed to be at work." <laughs> she was at work. That's crazy. Oh, so she's like rushing out the door. She's like, "I have got to call some people." <laughs> and she's like, "I've." I've shut off some stuff that I have sh- should not have shut off. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man. How about but you? Yeah. How about you, bro? Pretty good, man. You know, we went to the soccer game on Sunday. It was, it was listen, it was a fun game, uh, fun time. Uh, you know, got a little rowdy. The first half was a lot of fun. The last 30 minutes of the game, not as fun. But hey, yeah. live sports is live sports. And, you know, it's crazy that it, I've always thought it was wild that July is like for a country – that takes sports so seriously that July, which is supposed to be like a patriotic month, there's very little live sports happening in the month of July. Week. 
Unless you like baseball, it's like, bro, you don't. Like I'm sitting there, like I'm sitting there on Fourth uh, of July at my mom's house. You know, we're grilling up. I'm in the pool. I'm like, there are no sports on really that I can like just throw on and have on. Like I no. want some sports on, man. No, I mean it's again, it's like uh, you could if you wanted to watch baseball, but you said you wanted to watch sports, so that rules that. Yeah, out, right there. Uh, the other day, Steph and I were were just having some bushwhackers uh, at a at plantation right down the street from us or whatever. And there's two games on and two options for me to sit here and watch and gamble on. And it was baseball and the WNBA. So I'm watching the WNBA and it's not, of course, nearly, it's, it's not nearly as uh, tedious or boring as baseball is. So I will say <laughs> that uh, yeah. and now as far as look, get me to a live baseball game. We need to go to a sounds game. And you know what I'm saying? Like baseball should only yeah. be played live. They shouldn't televise it. <laughs> until 100%. the world until the world series we should it should be like 1920 again for baseball like where we if you want to know you go and buy a newspaper and you find out yeah. who won in baseball yeah and if you're really really rich you get a radio you get a radio i will uh, i will permit you listening to him on the radio that's fine but it has and, to be it has it, it can't be a uh you can't yeah. hear good things like Castellano, Homozo. It has to be like a, and here comes Gita down the third base line. I, we should, we should, we should specify the radio you get cannot be purchased. It cannot be new. It had to have been out yeah. in baseball started coming. You have radio. you in order to you have to first find a Radio Shack, go to the Radio Shack and pay in only cash. No, no, we're going. We're we're going to make it more difficult. Circuit City. That's where you got to go. Ooh. You got to find a circuit. You gotta find a circuit city, and then <laughs> only then, and then only then will us as uh, as as two people who love to let people enjoy things uh, that they love, and then you can watch the sport that you enjoy. But after that, you're out, partner. You're done. <laughs> uh, don't forget to check us out on Patreon to get all the early bits and the show a day early and all the uncut and uncensored stuff. And check us out on Twitch. Uh, I'm starting to get a little bit of a schedule kind of put down. Yeah, we're a good bit into, into streaming now. Uh, for the most part, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and I want to say Thursdays from about 9.30 p.m. to about 3.30 a.m. Check us out. We'll have some special streams going on. Uh, we're going to have our yeah, Seattle Kraken expansion uh, right. seven-game series. Working on some stuff with that. But yeah, it's a good time. Drink some beer, hang out, watch some video games, and just what, you know, kind of chit-chat. What you wearing, bro? What you got? I got that I got that Oilers sweater on today, man, and my okay. Washington football team hat. Now okay. they're no now this is a relic because I was because this is they're no longer Washington football team technically. Even yeah. though I love the name, love the Washington football team name. Uh, I don't want, I don't but, know how to break I don't know how to break this to you, Bobby. But they've always been a football team. And uh, some years ah! I beg you differ. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, they got paid like football team though. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So so you know just keeping it keeping it clean with the with the flat colored polo the the dark blue the the titans blue if you will um and then uh you know the nordiques i went i wanted to kick it a little old school you know right. we, don't have, we don't have hockey anymore yeah that doesn't have hockey anymore yeah. so you, you've got you've got the titans blue and the oilers blue on and the oilers blue and then also those dope red jerseys that the titans did yeah. for a little while <laughs> yeah uh you uh. know kicking it you know again fourth of july just kicking it with my boys the dream team so <laughs> what's up but, all right let's head into the news everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice it's time for news from inside the boards 
The San Jose Sharks make history in the league. They hire Mark uh, Guire. I want to say like that. Mark Guire is the new general manager. The first black Grier? person to ever hold that position. I'd say Guire. Yeah, Guire. Guire. Yeah. It sounded uh, like you were saying Mike Guire. <laughs> it sounded yeah, like Mike Guire. <laughs> <laughs> first black person to ever hold that position in the NHL. The NHL is the last of the four major sports to make to ever have a uh, have their first black general manager. So, yeah, you. Time. I want to say that the, the last major sport I want to say was football in like the 70s or something like that. Like, it's been a minute. Maybe. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I'm not I'm not I'm not familiar. Like, like you said before the show, I'm not going to take credit for this. But I mean, I mean, it just feels like, wow, this is I just can't believe that this hasn't happened before. Uh, you know, you were. Yeah. You had said, wow, I didn't I mean you were kind of taken aback by it. Like I was like, I mean, that's not a, this is yeah. it's 2022. You said like the seventies <laughs> where you think is when yeah. the last one had like, that's like 50 years ago. <laughs> so, um, good place to, good yeah. place to go GM, right? Though. I mean, San yeah. Jose, I got you some nice weather, uh, you know, dope, dope team logo at least. Um, so, yeah. uh, some, some pieces there, uh, not, uh, yeah. Not a not a team that has been uh, traditionally horrific, you know. I mean, this is a team that's made some made some splashes in the past uh, in the past fifteen years or so. So, uh, a good job to get, I would say. I mean, we we didn't think they oh, would yeah. be as bad the past few years as they have been uh, with the talent that they had there. So, uh, congratulations uh, to him. But I hope he's terrible and that the Sharks lose every game. No offense to him or, no offense to him or anything, uh, but I, you know, I hope everybody loses every game besides my team. So, uh, We have some trade news. Tampa Bay Lightning have traded veteran defenseman Ryan McDonough to the Nashville Predators on Sunday to clear space under the NHL salary cap. The uh, Predators sent defenseman Felipe Myers and forward Grant Mismash to the Lightning for a 30 for the 33 year old McDonough who waived his no trade clause to make the deal happen. McDonough has four more seasons on his contract, for 6.75 million uh, uh, AAV uh, coming around the block. Um, that's a good pickup. I think that yeah. could be a that's a it's a top. I would say I'd say that's a good top pairing uh, D lineman with, with Yossi. Um, yeah, I mean having that veteran leadership in there who's won two won some Stanley Cups. I mean it doesn't hurt. And I'd say probably I'd say probably running running him with Eckholm would be my thought process. Yeah. Run, and keep running Fabro with uh, with Yossi, a couple guys that have, yeah. that have got together. But I mean, again, uh, one one of those things that probably a little bit more money than I'd like to be paying a, a defenseman coming in. Uh, you know, with 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 contracts needed on uh, on some other key players. But uh, yeah. but like you said, he I mean, could as far yeah. as it, player wise move. That's a that's a that's a great yeah. fit. I think. Yeah. And I mean, listen, he made it very clear um, when he did his interview and the team also kind of uh, supported that he last year, he did not want to uh, waive his no trade clause. He had a list of very few teams he was willing to uh, waive it for. And Nashville was one of those teams. Um, so it's always good to get that kind of player who yeah. wasn't forced to come here. He wants he, he wants to be here. He waived that on his own accord. And. Now, I mean, what's left for the Preds is we got to get Philip Forsberg. Forsberg's got to be signed, man. Got to be signed. Or I, I mean, got to have a piece coming in that's yeah. not him. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. Something. I mean, it's. I, I now at the same time, if there's a good chance that maybe we hold on to McDonough for a little bit and use him as an asset at the trade deadline, if we're just if, you know, maybe. who knows. 
Maybe, but I mean, uh, it, again, it seems like he would have to waive another no trade trade clause for that to happen, right? I mean, I would imagine. Yeah, possibly. I don't know what the over. details are. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I like the move. Uh, we'll we'll see. It's it's uh, definitely uh, a surprise. It's not a it's not a move a team that is uh, dead set on rebuilding makes. You know, yeah. um, so I mean, it's it, it, it should very, at very least be a sign that hey, we're not just gonna gonna flap in the wind here and just you know try to push through and get a good draft pick that we're willing to make a you know potentially you know more dangerous move money wise uh to to get a guy in here that can help us win that has one that's gone in one cups yeah. before so um I, I like it i like the move yeah um that's about there's not much news inside the nhl the season just wrapped up a little bit later in the show we will be talking about all the uh, awards and compared to our mid-season award predictions Let's go ahead and move to outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. And still the world champion, Joey Chestnut. What is this? Is this 16, 15th championship? Oh, it's, uh, it's a whole whole lot. He holds like I mean, a mod record. He's like, yeah, I mean, the man hit this hit it in the boot. I, I believe it's six. I believe it's sixteen. I mean, uh, he he dwarfs Tom Brady Super Bowls. I mean, and just and just and an absolute legend. The the bigger problem with with it, and not problem, I guess, problem for other people is that it's not even like this is a competition i mean he he dusts them by like 20 hot dogs yeah. every year man the Kobe competition and, gave him a little yeah. run for their yeah. for a the competition while. i believe and they even talked about this one i was watching some of the replays is who gets second yeah because I mean, that, that, that is the real rate. competition now because if you rate. get second place that is a that is something to be said about getting second place now he uh, i he mean 60 what was it 62 hot dogs i mean the over like un, the, the over under for him was like 74 and a half yeah I mean, uh now, and i mean to and, be fair well you're not even bringing up the fact that the man that you showed me a video i got into it a little later than this happened i mean he was out he was at 12 hot dogs so this was 15 seconds into the thing um yeah. <laughs> he gets attacked by a protester um and you were right he threw him off and that motherfucker yeah. And that that dude threw in like three more hot dogs like right after yeah. just like in a um, i did see that some betting sites uh pushed the bet the uh, the over under because attack. you know because 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 yeah it, it because even and he has said in the past that like, Joe says that it is such a rhythm like you it, it's you get yeah. going it's boom 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 and when you fuck that up it can and then he, then he, it's kind of like stuttering a little bit and it's hard to get that rhythm and momentum going um so That's, I think some I, betting sites uh you know I, just had a, had a, had a, avoided the bet if it was an over under no, bet I, I don't think it was offered anywhere in Tennessee because I tried yeah. to get it on. Um, I did see where on the social section um, somewhere where somebody had posted a bet where they were, they, they got it. And so I knew it was on, you know, available places, but I could not find it anywhere in Tennessee. Action didn't have it or anything like that. Yeah. So that was very saddening. Cause I was willing to throw some cash dollars on, uh, on him, uh, munching yeah. down some, some hot dogs, but you know, super cool. Not, not, and I mean, he had the boot on. So this is like his flu game. It's it's you know yeah. Michael, Michael Jordan flu game. Kurt Schilling sock. 
Joey Chestnut's boot. Okay, those are three pieces of sports <laughs> history that will never be never be touched. Ah. Um, upcoming college football changes. We talked a little bit about this uh, at, on Thursday at the before the Motley Crue concert, which yeah, I don't think we got to talk much about. It, it was an amazing concert. Yeah, uh, a lot of fun. Yep. Um, a little bit of rain delay. A little bit of uh, you had you had yourself a little bit of wine. It was two it was bottles, a baby. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the Pac-12 and the was it the Big 12 and stuff. There, there's going to be some change ups, and we're going to talk a little bit about this when we get some more info on it. And you know, teams are kind of <clears throat> settled, but it looks as though we are in the beginning stages of the Pac-12 and the Big 12 and stuff like that start coming apart and. The, there's going to be, at first, they're saying three big conferences of the ACC, the SEC, and the Big Ten. Um, then they could see eventually the ACC then also splitting uh, into, and they're saying that by 2026 is when they think that the Pac-12 and Big 12 will be gone. Uh, we're seeing, because all, I mean, two teams, a I lot believe of UCLA. And... Yeah, they, they, their TV contracts are ending soon, and teams have already made it. You know, I think UCLA said they want to join the Big Ten. USC, I think they said they wanted to join the SEC or something. Um, saw, you know, after we talked a little bit about it, I saw, um, you know, some discussion on um, on CFB, on the college football uh, subreddit. And it was so funny that uh, there were, you know, people that are spitting mad about this, about the, you know, how you're going to destroy and, uh, you know, place these <clears> – <throat> these rivalries cross country and, you know, and how, how it really ruined, you know, West, how West Virginia is now a rival of Kansas. And what is that all about? And how are you going to split up Oregon state UCLA or like somebody else? And then somebody was like, uh, commented to their comment and said, man, it's super funny when you take this guy's argument and all that he's saying and realize that Lawrence, Kansas is closer to uh, West Virginia University than Oregon State is to UCLA. Like they're, they're like by like six, like by like six or seven hours. Like we could drive from one to the other in six hours quicker than this storied rivalry that's going to hurt the fan base on the West Coast of football, man. Like we're talking about a city, the second most populous city in the whole entire country. And it has been able, it has barely been able to sustain an NFL team. And you want to tell us about the yeah. storied football that the West Coast gives? Uh, you know, I don't know. I will say though that listen, you. I will say though that USC is a pretty storied. It's franchise. a blue blood. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah, a blue I blood. mean, I, I don't think USC has ever struggled. I think USC is getting caught in the they don't hairs here. They don't. They don't. I mean, they when they were winning national championships, they were. But I don't think they're filling their stadium. Yeah. I mean, that's the big really? thing. That's the big thing. You you live in a city. You live in a city of four, like four million people and struggle to put ninety thousand people in a seat in the seats. And then you go to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, where the whole state doesn't have two million have have four yeah. million people, and they're they're putting ninety they're putting ninety k in Bryant Denny anytime any, they, a red and yeah. blue game you know a red and white uh red and white game whatever they're gonna put them in the seat it's just a different mindset you know i mean it, so i don't want to hear about your your storied you know programs though hey, yeah usc is a valued storied program as much as i have a distaste for them I'm, that's not what i'm saying but what i'm saying is nobody is 
nobody is tuning in for the Oregon State UCLA game on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, now I will say that I think a lot of teams outside of like Alabama and Auburn are having like even I'm reading this right now, even Notre Dame, a, a probably without a doubt, Blue Blood, one of the most I mean, they're they are a legacy in college football. Um, their sellout streak ended uh, like in 2000. I think COVID really kind of and I think even before then, like just prices of everything, especially in a place like Los Angeles, as I mean, like. The Coliseum started selling alcohol. It, uh, games get people to come, um, yeah. but but I'm saying, yeah, I mean, they, I think that they're not re- they're not they're not competing with you know the 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 SEC fan base and filling their stadiums like that. Um, but it also could be that it's could nothing, do it. really nothing else to do in Alabama. <laughs> you got college football. Sure. That's about sure. it. Yeah, that, that's absolute. That's absolutely something. But I mean, it, do you think that I mean any SEC fan base? Do you think that they're going to stop selling out games no matter what city no. they're, you know, what what city they're in? I mean, any SEC fan base. I don't know. Vanderbilt would like to have a word. <laughs> I said SEC fan base. What do you, I, they don't have a fan base, Bobby. Oh, all three of them. <laughs> no, that's, they're not, they don't even, they would rather see those three people would rather see Tennessee lose than Vanderbilt win. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So, uh, main topic for today, we are looking at the award winners from the uh, this year's uh, NHL season. Uh, every year, we do our preseason prediction, and then halfway point of, this, of the year, we come back and we have a chance to correct them with some rules and stuff in place. This year, we the rules was if you have a uh, uh, player who's injured, you are allowed to change the them if they were like your 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 triple down player. A little confusing, yeah. but all you need to know is we didn't make any changes. So no these change. were our, so we made our we made we our explained all that on, we explained all that in the mid in the mid in the mid season. Yes, at this point they just so, need to know yeah. who dominated, right? Yes. So going down the list, we're going to start up with the uh, the oh you, you <laughs> uh, we're going to start playing with golf the rules winner, this year. Uh, my uh, my uh, <laughs> um my cup winner. I had the Avs, so I got that right. Uh, nice. You had the Islanders, so I was uh, which, I was right there. I was almost there on you, right there. Yeah, you you would have been uh, super embarrassed if I would have won that. Okay, yeah, <laughs> you should have just you should have left out the I. Just put New York. You would have been a little bit closer. <laughs> yeah, and I and I mean I even had a chance to change that. And I can't believe I did not. That seems weird that I wouldn't have changed it. But I mean, yeah, neither here nor there. Go Isles, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Yeah, um, the President Cup. I had the Avs, which was close, but no mm-hmm. cigar. Florida Panthers took it. You had the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, another bad pick. Uh, beginning of the year, you know, a uh, Cinderella pick uh, for both of those guys. Couldn't make it happen. An- another L for me. Uh, but luckily, yeah. we got a little bit of a streak of you also taking a few L's with me right yeah. here. Too. So what do you got on the heart? Yeah. Uh, the heart. I got Connor McDavid. I think you have. Uh, you've got Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, um, and I. Neither, I think it, neither, neither, it was uh, Austin Matthews. I think that I think and I think we've even talked about this. I think either one of our cats should have won over Austin Matthews. Personal opinion. Yes. Uh, that's just me. So, uh, for the Calder, uh, we both had Cole Caulfield, and he was ninth in the voting. Which again, yeah. if we are if we're playing golf rolls, that's pretty close to 
no go nope so we both missed that one we i mean if you want we we can both give it to us so we can both okay. get it right well, all gonna, right we'll, we'll change a bunch of point. <laughs> well uh, who, who who did end up winning that um uh maurice cider i believe the uh you said uh detroit right yes yeah maurice cider from detroit uh and then Vesna. Uh, the with the Vesna, <clears throat> sorry, with the Vesna, uh, I had Vasilevsky. You had who's you had? You had Vasi, and that was your triple down, and that was my triple down. So yeah, it was Igor oh, Shosturkin. So yeah, we both got that wrong. I, listen, Vasi's a smart pick. I mean, I, I yeah, just, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'll pick him for next year's. I might though, Igor Shosturkin. I think he might double down on it. But I, don't I know think I'm Vassie just gonna keep picking Vasi until he wins it. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, yeah. I'm locked in. <laughs> Maybe I won't triple down uh, on it next time, but um, uh, yeah. so after the Vesna, we have the Norris, and we have one where we both got it. Uh, Kel McCarr, uh kept it, yeah, kept it that way. Uh, wasn't uh, wasn't a change. So, uh, so great. I mean, yeah, I don't think it was changed, right? I mean, no, we would have we didn't make any changes because this year, this year, I think we said we could only change our triple down. Oh really? I thought we we always got what we mid mid season and switch them. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so yeah, both got it. Kale McCarr for the Norris. Um, again, another one that I don't know that I even think that he should have won the Norris. I, you know, I think that uh, I think that Yossi should have won it. But uh, I agree. Hey, hard to hard to argue. Um, hard to argue with what that guy did this year, though. So yeah, the Conn Smythe winner, Stanley Cup champion, Norris Trophy. I mean. Uh, they were talking. Uh, I was watching uh, ESPN today. Uh, PK Subban was talking. He said he was talking with Roman Yossi the other day, and PK thinks that. And I kind of agree with him. He could see uh, Cole Caulfield if he stays healthy, winning the next six Norris trophies. And Cal- I mean that Cal is. I, I mean, Cal McCarr. Yeah, I mean, I I, I wouldn't Cole be Caulfield. surprised if that is something. Sorry, sorry, Cal McCarr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cal, <laughs> Cal McCarr could win uh, the next six Norris. I mean, which, I mean, yeah, it's hard possible. to argue. It's hard to argue. It's hard. But that six yeah. is a lot. Six is a whole lot, and also that's just somebody sitting on an analyst booth wanting to say something that's, hey, this is mildly plausible, but just a crazy take. So we're sitting here and we're talking about it now. It's going to be hard to win even back-to-backs, I think. I mean, he could do it. I'm not saying he can't, but, I mean, the competition's there. Uh, Hedman's been been a finalist for five years uh, in a row. You know, you you're a finalist five years in a row. Eventually, things fall your way a couple of times here and there. So, six in a row, I think that's crazy. Do I think that this man could end up with six total in his career? Absolutely. I think that's a much more plausible, uh, you know, uh, a call. I think you've made that call before. Six, seven, something yeah. along those lines. I said, I, I said, I thought he would win three, the next three, but yeah, right. and I that's didn't go right. as far as six. That's a that's but, um, a whole lot. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, Art Ross. Uh, Art Ross. Uh, I think uh, I had the we both had Connor McDavid, and that was my triple down. Yeah, and so, so right there, boom, six points. So hard to hard to beat that. Um, I also uh, had I also got... had the points. Yeah, but uh, Selkie, um, we should have just you know, chalked it because that's, you know, that's the way she goes. But uh, we both missed that. I think uh, Patrice Selkie Berger, Ber- Bergeron. 
Yeah. Bergeron won that. Uh, I had uh, Alexander Barkov. We got, we, we, had... we got cute. We got cute for some reason and didn't go with Bergeron. Well, it wasn't Bergeron the past couple years. Remember? Yeah. I think Kopitar won it. And then last yeah. year, I think Barkov won it. Um, man, uh, Barkov fell off towards the end of the year because that was, a, that was yeah. a good early pick. And then, I mean, it's it's the Selkie. Yeah. So uh, you had yeah. Mark Stone. Um, he was yeah. hurt at least. So at least. Yeah. Know, yeah. You have a and Brad Marchand said something toward at the uh, awards uh, ceremony that I not agree with. He could see he was like I could see in ten years or whenever Bergeron retires, them renaming the Selkie to the Bergeron Award. I mean, we've talked we've talked about it. I, I think, think we did. We, I think we talked about it off air. Maybe we, we did off air. Yeah, yeah, I think I don't know about you know I don't know if they'd ever do it. Maybe they would, but I mean, yeah, I think probably just leave it as is maybe invent a new <laughs> award for the guy <laughs> yeah uh like once after you win three then you win the bergeron award yeah yeah you got then you're <laughs> then you're then you're eligible for upgrade <laughs> yeah you, you can take them in and trade them in to get a, a one trophy we gotta you gotta spread the love around you got three you know you don't need to be winning that trophy anymore you gotta yeah. start going up to a higher level start winning that trophy. yeah <laughs> uh uh, the Jack, uh, Adams. Jack Adams. Yeah. Uh, I had John Cooper. You had Barry Trotz. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't see who won it. Uh, Dale Suter won it. So we both were wrong on that. Uh, Rocket Richard both got this one. Austin Matthews. I mean, I think uh, at the halfway, he, he it was pretty clear he had that locked in. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a good pick because it very easily could. I mean, and I think our only reason we didn't say McDavid or Drysdale is just because they were playing on the same team. So there's yeah yeah I mean that was uh, that was probably it and then GM of the year has not been decided but we do not have the finalist so yeah I had uh, Joe Sackage uh, you had Julian uh, Brisbra uh, and so uh, they're not any of the amazing. finalists so we got that wrong amazing to me that it, that a guy that takes uh, a team to the Stanley you know has uh, sets up a roster wins two Stanley Cups goes to a third. Uh, didn't win a GM of the year award in any of those. So, or it didn't get nominated this year, not, not even nominated this year. So, um, I feel like I'm robbed. I'm going to put the whole mid season awards in protest. Um, <laughs> so you can take your symbolic. Oh, well, technically I won, but realistically it's held up in, you know, our court system. Uh, so Sorry, Bob. I, you know, I, I, I made it seem like I was going to take it gracefully before we started. I'm not. Uh, this is all, this is garbage. So, <laughs> but all right, it's time to move in to joke of the week. The weird Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. So I don't... Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. Holy shit. I'm reading this. This person is bat shit fucking nuts. The Why don't dad? you tell us what uh, the Yeah, I'm just gonna the read dad. the highlight. The oh the okay. New dad taken aback by wife's creepy baby name decision. I'm considering divorce. So again, I just saw that. That's obviously dope headline. A perfect jo- joke of the week headline. 
Bobby, why don't you actually tell us a little bit about what the heck's going on here? <sighs> okay. So this is from a Am I the Asshole thread in Reddit. So, oh, so it's fake. You already know it's going to be <laughs> fucking nuts. And that, um, and it's not even real. These people don't exist. But it's in a news article, and we're not pulling yeah. it straight from Reddit. Okay, so this is not us. What's going on? So uh, man and a man and wife uh, were trying to get pregnant, and they had a deal that when they got pregnant, that, that if they have a boy, the wife would get to choose the full name. And I'm assuming if it, if it was a girl, the dad got to choose the full name. Very okay. interesting. Very interesting. Very dynamic. interesting. Very interesting. Dynasty. This is America. Not my cup of tea, but but you it's know what? America, Nothing crazy. It's, it seems like they, they agreed on it. That's fine. That's, hey, what happens in their um, bedroom, as long as it's not MLB, is fine and, with that. And he was fine with the deal. The, the, the husband was fine with the deal. And they both had a veto, one veto, in case the other one just had a crazy name that they didn't like. Makes sense. Got to have that in place. Shouldn't just have the one. Once they get pro- Shouldn't just have yeah, the one. Yeah. Should have unlimited yeah, It's easy to be call. like, oh, I'm going to name it you Chalupa. Sh- you like, should oh, be. Well. You, used you, it. Should be, you should be the president of the United States when it comes to vetoing your child's name. I'm just saying. Yes. Um, the now I want to be clear. This next thing, they did not go and get. Te- they did not get a ultrasound to, to be given the sex of the baby. The mm. mother said that she just knows that a mother knows, and she just knew it was a boy. Knew it was a boy. The baby shower. The white. The the pregnant lady demanded masculine gifts. Everything had to be blue. It was, and she was like, "Oh, we're having a boy." The mother-in-law knew it was a boy. Um, her entire family was convinced of it during the baby shower. Yeah, uh, her mother, the mother-in-law had started knitting things with the name my wife had chosen. They're not given the name yet. Once the baby came, they saw it was a girl. <laughs> Shocker. So it's her premonition. This, this awesome lady's premonitions wasn't enough. Uh, to the realize. husband was ecstatic. The, uh, the, the husband was ecstatic. Um, he said he wanted a boy and a girl, he, but he, he had always imagined his first born to be a girl. Uh, the wife seemed happy, but was exhausted. Obviously, uh, the husband wrote the name on the birth certificate that they had that they had ran by in ca- if it was a girl. Right. Uh, he didn't want to get vetoed. A year. Yeah. He didn't now a year me. later. Now a year later, uh, he they've been using that name. Uh, he came home from work, and his wife, the mother, and the mother-in-law were talking about my do- his daughter, but they were using a different name. Um, when they inquired, when he inquired who they were talking about, they kind of went in deer and headlights and blurted out that they were talking about the daughter. When I asked why they were using another name, the mother-in-law said, because that's what we decided to name her. The mother-in-law <laughs> said, that's, and I quote, that's what we decided to name her. Because when you get married then, and you have a kid, it's you. Then the mother went on a rant about how it's unfair that the husband got to chose the name, how it's un- and it's completely unsuitable for her. He, he said, I was shocked because this was the first time anyone had claimed any objections to the name. Um, she, when they ran through it, she did not use the veto on it. Um, and now they're realizing the, the reason that the one-year-old has trouble recognizing the name and kind of going is that they <laughs> the, both parents are calling them different names. Um, I want to get to the point. Okay, okay. Uh, I told her that the opportunity to veto any name is long gone, and she can't expect me to support something that's stupid. Um, uh, blah blah blah. But the one she wants a very odd feminine version of the name she wants. She she chose a feminine version of the name of the uh boy's name and uh ima- and they're still getting into it uh imagine using a female version of the name drake or thomas uh i'm i'm still just looking for the name they're not giving us a name and that's honestly us the, name. the blue ball in me here that is, is edging me here. this is right 
Uh, this is creepy. Listen to your instincts. So, like, yeah, the name change thing is creepy that she would want to do it. Uh, okay, so I guess the baby name decision was the decision to just, like, decide to not respect his decision and change it up. Yeah. I'm going to go I mean, to that actual thread and see if I can. Yeah. Okay, well, it just leads to the, it just led to the, uh, the uh, Am I the Asshole Reddit. It didn't lead to the specific thread. Um, but I want, they're not giving the name of the child, which makes sense because um, it's a child. And it probably don't want to put, and, it, so and it's probably we, a very unique name. We could make it up. Uh, I'm thinking it's like it's like oh a, a masculine version or feminine version of Drake yeah, feminine- Thomas. I'm thinking it's like Eminem. Draconia. <laughs> ah, Eminem. The fucking dragon. <laughs> this is creepy. Listen to your instinct. She shows you that you can't trust her. Okay. So not as funny um, as we had originally, because I want to know what the name is, but super weird thing to do. Uh, you hit the pretty much the creepiest aspect of the whole thing when it when the mother-in-law was like, this is what we decided to do. I, I found, yeah, I found the actual, uh, I found the actual thread because they okay. linked to the comments. Okay. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm looking for the actual like thing. So it doesn't. What you're going to want to do. What you're going to want to do is you're going to go to the original poster name and go to his comments so we can get where he commented. We're sleuthing by okay to Yeah, yeah. We're getting in on this. Oh, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay. Time out. First comment I see is, well, my father-in-law told me about the possible diagnosis because my wife may be dangerous to our daughter. What? is happening here <laughs> did we just stumble onto like a casey anthony thing this is uh i'm not uh this might be too real for joke of the week I don't i'm know so what's sorry everybody i just thought i was one gonna month ago one month ago someone said at least your wife is getting the help she needs and and take your uh, father's warning in its weight and its goal do not let your mother-in-law with your kid unless you are there Apparently, the mother-in-law has a diagnosis that, that has an issue, and then apparently the wife. Okay, so this got dark. This is super, everybody, we're super sorry. We're not trying to make light of uh, very serious things. I thought we were going to get something like they named their kid Seesaw or something like that. All right? Yeah. Or we like, really should start uh, they scanning. Mean, at least, we probably at least should, or just not read it. <laughs> just not read it. If, you know, we just keep pretending. Um, yeah. Just, yeah, make, no, just, make, just make up a story based on the, the name really thought that they were going to name their uh, like we were going to come in and find out like she changed the kid's name to like featherstone or you know like uh like diagnosis or you know pedo anything really anything but finding out that uh you know there's some whole other stuff going on there uh basically let's probably just like not go in the no parenting uh website anymore it's banned you bring a joke yeah. of the week from a parenting uh, it's website it's out you're blacklit you're like chilies to yeah. me okay you're done you made the you're list out. you're out oh but what a joke uh, all right yeah what an absolute joke well let's quickly move on to our pop culture <laughs> we did not do summer Vaughn because we forgot um but we are uh you know what what a better way to kick off the first week back of summer Vaughn is us forgetting to do it <laughs> um so instead, we are going to be looking over the Thor Love and Thunder trailer, which I am super excited for. I cannot 
wait. Yeah. I have watched this thing uh, a couple times now. Oh, uh, it is so good. Have you had a chance to watch it yet? Uh, yeah, I've watched it once. I haven't rewatched it. Um, but I, you know, premise wise, got it. Ready. Loving yeah. it. Loving that. Loving everything that, uh, yeah. you know, we're seeing. I mean, whoo, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Buff Natalie, Buff Jane Natalie Foster. Portman, Buff Natalie Portman doing it for me, bro. Jane Foster getting it. She <laughs> can get it. No problem. But I'm, you know, I'm seeing yeah. we got, uh, we got, uh, what is it? Korg? Is Korg his buddy? Yeah, Korg. Uh, yeah. Korg is yeah. there. You know, obviously anytime you get the Guardian together. Who's also directing it. Um, and I mean, you know, did such a, such a good job, uh, on the last Thor. Love that. I mean, Chris Hemsworth yeah. is, is the, the perfect character for this. I'm jazzed, man. I'm really, really looking forward to uh, to having yeah. you know having. I'm, the, I'm excited to Thor. see um, new. Yeah, Thor, I'm excited obviously. to see the God Butcher. Yeah, I'm excited to see the God Butcher. Um, you know, it, unlike the comics, they gave him a nose, which honestly I'm happy about because, like, for example, if you look at it, like the way like in Harry Potter, Voldemort Voldemort's character design looked bad. I get they didn't want yeah. to, like in the books. I think he had a snake for a nose, but like he yeah. his like they well, should have given just him like his slits. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that, hey, it's and, a very, and Christian very Bale's minor. Face, yeah. And Christian Bale's face is so angular that it look he looks more menacing with the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Very, and, yeah, very I'm, small I'm change uh, to make. Uh, if that's if that's the biggest change. Yeah. That they're going for, I'm like, also excited to see how this might introduce the symbiotes because um, the I think it's called the Necro Sword with that uh, that Gore, the God Butcher carries is mm-hmm. made up of the same material that symbiotes are made out of okay so that probably so while uh, they because so while the the symbiotes are still under uh sony they can they don't really in this one they don't really have to go into it but they can kind of tease it a little bit and kind of get us ready to to bring in the uh symbiotes into the world probably Um, probably end uh you know in credit cut uh cut scene yeah, no, we can probably get a little something a little something finally to kind of wet our whistle Um, on it and so one thing that I also noticed was that the like in the first very first scene, the people that Korg are talking to are those blue faced tri- uh, tribesmen. That is, I believe, the Centaurians or something like that. Or um, uh, that is the same tribe that Yondu is from. So that would make sense okay. why the Guardians are there, you know, because mm-hmm. of their kinship with uh, Yondu and Yondu is from Alpha Centauri four. And in um, the what is it? The Eternals, they talked about how. Alpha Centauri Six was destroyed by the uh, what is it the the gods or whatever by whatever yeah um and so I'm wondering if Gore the God Butcher is from Alpha Centauri Six and that is why he has a hatred for the gods and wants to kill all the gods in this storyline maybe so I mean because uh, because you, know, you can see in one of the shots that you can see all the planets in the background I'm Bobby, wondering if we're gonna see like Bobby, the remains of Alpha Centauri Bobby, Six I'm gonna I'm just gonna take you down like three notches buddy I want to have a <laughs> I want to have a fun conversation about this after we've both seen it and you're hyping yourself up for a lot of stuff that absolutely oh, maybe absolutely may come to fruition, but you got you named about 10 things and I'm thinking they probably cherry picked like two or three of those things. Dude. Yeah. And so just be happy with those two or three things. We've already been through this on WandaVision. Okay. You hyped yourself <laughs> up a whole lot. And, uh, you know, then you even really hyped yourself up after a couple of episodes. And then by episode six, you're you're sulking and us having a conversation. I, I am. I am ready. I am ready to be hyped. And I'm also ready to be filled with salt. All yeah. right. Sure. Well, like, any, like 
I see movies like any like I'm a good margarita. I I'm hyped up. Sometimes a little too salty on the brim. That's hey, that's and that's fair. That's fair. But just go in. I just want you to temper your own expectations for your own enjoyment. Okay, this is a Thor movie. Expectations untempered. Jane Foster returns. We get Korg. We get you know all the things that I've mentioned. It's gonna be dope. I'm super jazzed about it. Uh, not as jazzed about next week doing a James Bond movie. So yeah, right, we're gonna move on to what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. Ooh, I found out about this uh, as I was coming in here to record. My wife yelled out and said, hey, uh, you're going to miss the Preds uh, preseason opener. I said, oh, that kind of sucks. Um, she's like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to be at uh, Annapolis for my sister's wedding. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, no big deal. She's like, oh, yeah, it's also the doubleheader. I was like, what? It's like, ah. The second year in a row, I missed the damn doubleheader because I'm out of town. And I I mean, I love that. That that is one of my favorite events of the year is that doubleheader, man. It is so much fun because you get to just drink the whole time between the games. And it's just, it's a great time. And it's a preseason game. So, like, you're not, if you lose, you're not like, you're not leaving there all sad if you lose. You're just, right. Because you're shit faced. Yeah um but what do you got uh man I, I don't even have anything this week that you're gonna miss the double header i guess i mean that's pretty <laughs> sad sad to me but i don't have anything specific that's you know snapping my stick i mean i'm sure i do i never i never remember i always just complain about stuff and then i just forget about it later on so yeah i'm the same uh, way. i have to start writing you know down. how well, i guess you know when when you're leaving places drunk these days there's not as many places to go eat after there's not there's not as many places open so I guess that yeah. would be snapping my stick, but you know, that's yeah. more of an understandable problem. That is, you know, more as a deeper issue than just me <laughs> getting a taco, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. So not much, but, uh, ready for Cancun, bro. I'll tell you that that's oh, snapping my stick. I'm, and I'm not there already, bro. Ooh, I'm excited. But all right, everyone. Brandon Bond. I'm Bobby Butler. This has been Pucks Up Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Stay awesome. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.